If you have fallen asleep at 7.30 on a Friday night, you might be a teacher. Teaching is crazy, fun, exhausting, challenging, rewarding, and did I mention crazy? And as Catholic school teachers, we are also entrusted with imbuing Catholic identity. It's a huge responsibility, but fortunately for us, there is Finding God, the amazing K-8 faith formation program from Loyola Press. It's innovative, engaging, and the most inclusive and complete program we've ever used. Multimedia? Check. Scripture? Check. Family resources? Check. Bilingual? Check. And don't forget, posters, worksheets, quick start guides, apps, magazines, lesson plans. Seriously, Finding God has all you need and more. Pray about it. Visit FindingGod.com and order a sample. Finding God might not help you stay awake later on a Friday night, but it will help you sleep better knowing you're helping guide kids toward a faith-filled life. Catholic Teachers Lounge with Jill and Colleen. Welcome to the Catholic Teachers Lounge, the only podcast by Catholic school teachers for Catholic school teachers. I'm Colleen and I'm here with Jill and it is summer break, so happy summer. We are dropping episodes once per week to keep us refreshed this summer. Thank you to Loyola Press for sponsoring us and for you, the teachers, for sticking around in the summertime. So Jill, I've got a question for you. I'm wondering if you, as a student, ever went on a summer, I think we've talked about mm-hmm. like going on trips, travel trips during the school year, but I'm wondering if you ever went on a summer trip. Well, there's a longstanding tradition here uh, uh-huh. at West Catholic. Yep. And so uh, the summer between sophomore and junior year, students can sign up to go out west. Uh, in the Midwest, we use directions very funny in a funny way. Like you go up north if you're going to the beach or a cabin, but you go yeah. out west if you're going through the plains and into the mountains. Yep. And so um, so there's an out west trip that has been going on for a very long time, for decades and decades. And there was a science teacher here, Mr. Mulder, who started the trip with his science students. And what's funny now to me is that it was very much channeled through St. John Paul II, who would go out on uh, trips in the woods and go fishing and hiking and do all these things. Now, it's not... It's not directly inspired by him, but he is our patron of our school. So now that I look looking back at this, it was completely uh, his doing, not a coincidence that our students have this longstanding tradition. So my principal, Tony Fisher, is headed out on Sunday um, with 99 people for this trip. Now, what's funny is that it is a well-oiled machine and that there's the same campgrounds. It's a two-week loop, intense in vans, there's nine vans going of kids and chaperones. So there are, I think, 70 students and just under 30 chaperones. So the kid to adult ratio is a little skewed. Like there's a lot of adults going. People love to go with their kids on this trip. So you can chaperone and there's there's obviously staff members too. But it is a cool trans, uh, cool experience. When I was a student, I wanted to go because it was the cool thing to do. But I'd never camped in my life, mm. so it was a it was a really really difficult two weeks for me. I didn't know anyone going on my trip, so wow. I it wasn't seventy. It was probably thirty students, twenty to thirty students, and I remember feeling really bummed that I didn't know anybody. I was super nervous. I didn't know which van to get into on the first day. My parents were not going with me. We are not campers. 
So I went and I was completely out of my element. I did not know how to pitch a tent. I did not know how to make dinner. We all had to do rolls every single day. So it wasn't, it wasn't a service trip. It wasn't a pilgrimage. It was very much just an experience in nature for two weeks. Lots of hiking and lots of like, it was really good for me because you had to eat what was for dinner. There was no choices. Like tonight is chili. Tomorrow is grilled cheese. Like you just had to do what you were told and be where you're supposed to be. And you're, you're going to go hike eight miles. And lots of people found joy in it because that's what they did. They were outdoorsy people. I was completely out of my element. But I will tell you, my best friends today are the people who are on that trip with me. Mm, So there's something very real about sending kids off into an experience that they have never had before with people that are wonderful, but maybe are not the people that they would choose for themselves. And it was really good for um, this perfect age group because they're not quite like some of them have driver's licenses. Most of them don't. You're in this weird transition when you're 15 and 16, where you're throwing kids out. They're trying to figure out who they are. And um, it was really good for me to be away from my parents for two weeks. And it was really good for me to be out of my friend group. I was making really good choices for two weeks with these kids and we were doing yeah. good things. So it was really, really good for me. And um, the tradition continues now. And it's just part of the culture here that it's it's a good, it's optional. You don't have to go. But obviously 70, it's like 70% of the student body goes. And yeah, I was just talking to your principal about that not long ago. And um God bless him. Honestly. Yeah, you think he's crazy, but he loves it. I do. It. I do. I do. But I also see the value. I, I v- so much value student travel. So, um, you know, it's something in my house that like I've experienced. I experienced student travel, um, you know, throughout high school. I'm trying to think in elementary school a little bit, you know, not to the extent that I, I traveled with people in high school. Uh, um, really big trips, lots of people, like hun- like uh, over a hundred people, you know, traveled together when I was in high school on, on the trips that I went on. So, you know, those kinds of things and, and travel is stressful. And so when people, when young people who are inexperienced travelers, mm-hmm. even if you were an experienced camper, going on a trip mm-hmm. like that um, without your family, out of your comfort zone, mm-hmm. with different people who do things different ways, not being able to choose what you get to eat for dinner, all of that, you bond with people right. and you you really do strengthen bonds in, in such a, a, a different way um, out in the woods. Like um, your principal, Tony Fisher, he was telling me, because you go out West and I'm like laughing because Mike, I live out West and you know, when my, <laughs> when my kids go camping, they, um, like either on school trips, they've been camping or they go camping with my husband. And in there are places you go camping and you wake up and there are tarantulas on the outside of oh, your tent. Oh, good Lord. Oh, yes. Like this is, this is when you go out West, like this is what, it's what you have. There are snakes, there are giant furry spiders. Like it's a thing. And so uh, Tony Fisher was saying, he's like, yeah, there's a campground that we go to in Minnesota, where it basically rains caterpillars. They just fall out of the trees. And it's like, well, what kind of caterpillars? Like the big bubbly? He's like, oh, all kinds of caterpillars. I'm never chaperoning this trip. Do not (laughs) let me chaperone this trip. I will not survive. So my my young my little son who is right now between his junior and senior year I assure you um he's not reading the grapes of wrath this summer like I did between my junior and senior year he is um he traveled to Peru actually and did a service trip. So there are different kinds of trips too. Mm-hmm. Like let's let's be real about this. So like when I was in high school, I went on band trips and we 
marched in parades and we played concerts and it was constant. It was a work schedule. It was a tour, a mu- touring musician schedule. It was exhausting. Um, loved every minute of it, of course, but like there's that kind of trip. Lane is in Peru and he's um, tutoring people, um, you know, at, that, that live in a, in a group home. He's um, building fences. He's painting churches. He's it's it's a service. How long trip. is he gone on this trip? Uh, almost a month. It was wow. three and a half weeks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Was it expensive? Um, oh, good question. Um, kind of. So, and he had to sign up for it back in September and didn't go until this summer. And so we had the entire year to figure out how mm-hmm. much. I'm trying to think. It was probably around you know the three thousand dollar mark. Okay to pay for the trip. Now he had a job, so Uh he's like, absolutely. I will contribute to it. You know? So, um, you know, there is that piece that's, that can be a struggle. I remember saving up money for my out West, my out West trip. My parents said they'd help, but they didn't want to pay the whole thing. And Mm -hmm. I, this year, um, Tony says it's $800 for the kids to do this eight, you know, this two week out West. It covers, it covers all the costs. We don't make any money on it, obviously, but the students pay and if you know a year ahead or if you've known your whole uh-huh. life that it's your turn to go out West, you yeah. are going to spend all that time trying to figure out how to fund it. Pastors have been really good actually um, sponsoring kids. If they, nice. you know, going back to your church to say, I want to go out West or yeah. I want to go on the service trip or I want to go. So use, use the resources around you. If you're trying to coach a kid into um, going to something that they usually couldn't afford to go do because it's the extra. Um, so it's good that we don't leave, leave kids out on these things. And you can do car washes. You can you can do things. You can do group fundraisers. You can do individual fundraisers to help people raise money to pay for the trips. So utilizing those kinds of resources mm-hmm. too. Espe- yeah, especially when you know well in advance and you can mm-hmm. schedule those things. Yeah, very helpful. It's cool in Catholic schools that these aren't just, um, like sometimes if you are a public school student, you might go with your church on a church mission trip yeah. and go do the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of public schools do that sort of that rite of passage in the United States, at least so you go to Washington, D.C. between eighth and ninth grade or whatever it yeah. might be. Mm-hmm. Actually, we have a, um, a group at one of the elementary schools here in town Holy Trinity, they have a tradition that all of the girls of the class go on a trip before they go off into high school because they may or may not come here to West Catholic. Mm. So it's their last moment together. So as girls, they, with their parents, decide where to go. And so that's their tradition that they do one last thing. And it's a small class. So it's like five girls or six girls. And so they go somewhere. So I think this year they're going to Kentucky or or they're doing something interesting as one last trip with their parents as a group of girls. Cool. There was a, there was a group that I took, I'm thinking this again, this is back to my Indianapolis days, but I was a, I was a teacher and I, I always taught seniors and it was the entire senior class. Now in a, in a, right. I know, That's but in a, in a Catholic school, like you're looking at between probably 80 and 90 okay. kids. Okay, okay. In a, in a, in a senior class. So the, the whole senior class went to leadership camp over the summer and we hmm. did team building experiences and it was senior teachers, um, mostly that that took mm-hmm. the kids and it was a you know to a camp in Indiana. But um, again, it's that build a bond, build some leadership skills, bond together as you roll into your senior mm-hmm. year, and it really did set the tone for things. So uh, a huge proponent, huge proponent. I have one more example. So yeah. this is the first year to our high school is doing a pilgrimage that mm-hmm. adults can go on as well. So we have five students along with their parents, along with some community members um, flying to Rome. I think they leave today and they are going to go on pilgrimage for a week. Um, 
So there's opportunities here for different types of travel. Yes. And summer is a time for that. I love that it doesn't interrupt the school year. It is extras, but it is something that we do in Catholic schools that is pretty unique. So just wanted to talk about it a little bit. Encourage you all as teachers to consider it, consider it, find some energy around it, encourage others to go, um, consider being the chaperone. And uh, I got ideas just in this episode. So thank you, Colleen. All right. Well, teachers, take care of yourselves this summer. Hope you get to do some travel. Refresh and restore your energy. Keep tuning in for more affirmations and ideas from the Catholic Teachers Lounge this summer. 